You're listening to the Zipline Logistics Truck Yeah podcast, where we explore all kinds of hot topics in the logistics industry. Get ready to learn, laugh, and get your freight on. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. Welcome back to another edition of the Zipline Logistics Podcast. My name is Jesse Jewett. Joined with me, as always, our Director of Training and Development, Teddy Lee Knox. Teddy, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you? We're coming in on a Monday. Monday. Monday morning, ripping up with some coffee here in the office. We've got some special guests here on the Truck Yeah! Podcast. Jake DiCello, LTL expert. Resident LTL expert, account manager, Jake, good morning. Good morning, Jesse. Five years in October here at Zipline HQ. We're talking about yellow freight bankruptcy departing the market. Impact on LTL operations, the market in general, and what we can expect here in the last third of the year. So, Jake, let's dive in with our experiences with uh, yellow slash YRC here in your almost five years at Zipline. Um, yeah, so as we all know, yellow has been around for a long time, going on what about 100 years in 2024. For us at Zipline, we don't do a whole lot of stuff that's in their verticals. They're very focused on industrial stuff, whether that's housing stuff, um, going into Lowe's and all of those household goods, whereas we're very focused on consumer goods. So we don't have a whole lot of experience with them, but we do have a specialized service with our trade so side, and they were one of two preferred trade ship carriers due to their unionized um, staff. Okay. So they delivered into the Expo East, the Expo West of the world, uh, our trade show booths, if you will. We box them up and they would handle it because they have a special service around that. Correct. And they were those and T Force were the two preferred carriers for trade shows. Okay. Okay. Free ads for some LTL LTL <laughs> carriers out there. Uh, I think that makes sense why we don't interact with them as much, to your point, because we are mainly CPG and that takes a lot of care, a lot of communication. And although they had a lot of strengths, it's not necessarily with our main retailers. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of why we stayed away from them for a little bit. Um they do service some of our customers very well, mm-hmm. but for the most part, they didn't really service our main consignees, so yeah. we didn't use them a whole lot. Give me the general impact to the marketplace. Right off the top of my head, those trucks are going somewhere, I guess. Like the, the yellow trucks that were out there, the drivers will probably be plugged into another network, but maybe not all of them. So how is that going to impact the market in general? Um, yeah, I expect to see some of the other major carriers, the old Dominions, FedEx, Estes, to try and gain some more of the market share. As we know, they're going to be selling off all of the assets that Yellow had. Old Dominion actually put in a bid over the weekend to kind of solidify themselves as some sort of stakeholder in that. So their 12,000 trucks that that YRC had, I think they still had 166 terminals that are operating as well. So those assets are going to get spread out amongst all of the players, whoever wants to bid for them the most. So I think that adding that extra volume and capacity into those networks will help out and kind of alleviate the strain from that influx. But where the drivers and kind of those workers will land is a big question mark. Mm -hmm. It's kind of depends on who wants to move where, what makes sense logistically and kind of economically for them. So I expect some of those drivers to kind of move into other LTL rules, other driving rules. Some of them may move to the dedicated side. It's kind of hard to tell what they want to do. 
It is enticing for an LTL driver. You're usually home every night. You don't right. have to go across the over the road or anything like that. So it is enticing, but kind of just the lay of the land, it just depends on where the openings are at for those people. Gotcha. Do you think that's going to impact rates at all? I do. So it won't impact them initially. Uh, I think that that's going to be probably the beginning of the year once everybody figures out how this is going to affect their capacity and their networks, um, what kind of strain it's going to be, who is buying those assets and what they have to do to kind of cover those costs. Mm -hmm. So I don't expect to see anything right now in terms of rate increases or decreases. There may be some players out there that try to take a lower general rate increase or a GRI um, at the beginning of the year just to earn more market share and kind of take on more of that volume. But you may see other players that are kind of higher priced price themselves out of those options just mm -hmm. to kind of keep their, their networks clean and clear of the people that were using Yellow before. That makes sense. Interesting. So next four months, yeah, four months, back third of the year, okay? So we're integrating the leftover Yellow drivers, equipment, et cetera, those, those LTL companies that are now absorbing them are training said drivers, you know, getting everybody used to a, maybe a different type of equipment uh, or different type of service level, right? You talked about, you know, drivers that didn't handle CPG shipments going into places that do handle CPG, uh, who manage CPG sh shipments. Um, and then 2024, we would start seeing the, the once we've got all of our ducks in a row, here's, here's what we need to do now that we own 10% more of the market or, or et cetera. How is it going to impact our CPG shippers? Yeah, so I don't think it's going to have a major effect on the people that are already working with LTL heavily. Um, some of those care, some of those shippers that aren't necessarily well-equipped for LTL shipping, strict appointments, that kind of stuff for pickups, um, they may have a little bigger issue, especially if they were working with Yellow in the past and they kind of already had a relationship with that local terminal. That may be a bigger hurdle to get over and kind of reestablish those relationships and communication with a new carrier. But people that have been used to kind of shipping with LTL carriers predominantly shouldn't see any issues with this, I wouldn't imagine. I mean, you think about it, you get one less hand out of the, out of the jar, so less, less people to feed, mm -hmm. less confusion, drivers coming in, giving the wrong stuff. So it may work out as a benefit for those shippers in the end, especially organizationally. But up front, there may be some communication issues, especially if they were working with that local terminal already. Interesting. All right, Teddy, we're pivoting to you. Yeah. Putting you on the spot. Ready. You are a CPG shipper. What can you do to minimize the impact on you? What's up, truckers? This little ad break is to let you know that Zipline Logistics will be attending Natural Products Expo East this year. If you haven't heard of it, Expo East is a trade show where CPG brands can network with the best healthy lifestyle buyers on the East Coast, and it's taking place in Philadelphia, PA on September 21st through 23rd, 2023. Zipline exclusively serves CPG shippers, so we continuously attend and sponsor trade shows like this because it's a great way to support and invest in our customers and the CPG community as a whole. We'll be set up at booth number 2532 and serving free breakfast every single morning and hosting a free happy hour on the 21st and 22nd. We're also offering free demos of our state-of-the-art shipping intelligence tool Canopy at our booth during show hours. So come by and see us or let us know if you'll be at the show on LinkedIn at Zipline Logistics. 
I would say organization and communication are the biggest things that you can do. So if you are shipping LTL, you have to have all of those BOLs in advance and making sure that you you have them, you're getting them in a timely manner and can schedule them correctly and make sure that you have doctors assigned for LTL carriers, not specific carriers, but just a, a door assigned to carriers. That way you can get things in and out quickly and that will help avoid a lot of white noise and stress when it comes to LTL shipping. If you can get those LTL carriers in and out quickly with the right communication, the right paperwork, you're going to see things go very, very smoothly. And double checking that work can make sure that brokers or other parties that you're working with aren't falling into old habits and putting YRC on their BOLs or reusing BOLs. And I think, you know, understanding that and understanding from like shipper as far as like a customer perspective, making sure that you're leaning on your partners to know the right carriers that go into these facilities. So YRC was really big at places like McLean and Meyer. And so other LTL carriers are going to have to take over or I guess get to take over the spots that they had, those drop agreements that they had. And so making sure you're choosing the next best carrier if you were using one of those or kind of re-going through with those carriers to make sure that one is, is still the best fit. Do they live unload? Do they drop? Understanding those things can make a big difference with your on-time and full percentages, which a lot of the places that YRC went to still had pretty big OTIFs. So I think understanding those things, getting the right communication and getting things set up for success at the beginning can make all of this go really smoothly. Easy, right? Pretty simple. <laughs> Stick to the basics. Do them well. Did she miss anything, Jake? No, I think she was spot on. The biggest thing for those bigger shippers um, is definitely having a secluded door or whatever that the LTL carriers can get in because their dispatchers are pulling them after 20 to 30 minutes. Or if they pull up and see a long line, then they're not going to go in. So having that dedicated door definitely always helps out and kind of minimize those missed pickups and issues. Nailed it. So a couple of things that we're doing here at Zipline, right? Obviously, this is going to impact uh, preferred carriers or things of that nature, maybe not across the board or as much due to our CPG expertise, but we're reaching out to those receivers, clarifying those preferred carriers, making sure we have all the right information, identifying if maybe another carrier is taking over the YRC drop days like Teddy mentioned. We are updating our system to clarify that now instead of just Mondays and Thursdays are dropping, they're dropping Monday, Tuesday, Thursday uh, due to the increased volume. So we're taking our steps uh, at Zipline on our end to proactively communicate the changes to our customers and making sure we're going above and beyond and, and clarifying all those expectations. What else did I miss, Jake? What other impacts across the market, generally speaking? Um, yeah, I don't, we didn't really hit on the capacity for the carriers a whole lot. Luckily, with the way that things are right now, LTL carriers are operating at about a 15 to 25% excess capacity. So they are able to absorb that a little better. We have seen some constraints within a few carriers networks just from this influx of freight, but a lot of other ones have taken on double digit percent increases and still moving pretty solidly. So kind of having that extra level of buffer zone um, helps them out quite a bit. And especially whenever the third largest LTL carrier goes down. Um, I mean, Q1 of this year, YRC was 10% of the market share. So moving those 30,000 tons into different markets and different networks, it's definitely tough. But like I said, kind of operating with that excess capacity has been help helpful for all those carriers to not have trailers sitting, missed uh, deliveries, anything like that. So right now we're not feeling it too bad, but once the rate market may shift back to less appealing full truckload side, that's when we could see those bigger shipments and mm -hmm. creating issues in the LTL networks. 
it's like a rubber band, I feel like, or I, I don't know how to explain. It. I'm going to ex- try to explain this, right? It gets very, very congested at one point, and then it expands out to where everything runs smoothly. So there's these little pockets of holidays, right? Maybe a blitz safety week or a natural disaster where things get very, very congested. And then it eventually at, through time, it then spaces out and everything runs more smoothly and efficiently. A lot of nodding heads here for those listening at home that that analogy made Very sense. I wish yeah. you could see the hand motions because it really helped. <laughs> a lot of talking with my hands. Uh, I, think, Ted, I think that's go a ahead. really good point to what you said, because that's why you need a partner to help you through that, to say, this is where the market's going. LTL is about to be really congested. I know you may not like these rates, but you have to remember that your product needs to be on the shelf for someone to buy for Christmas or for you know whatever holiday it is. So I think that is, to my earlier point, that's the biggest part right there. If you don't have that and you're just following the motions of what you normally do, you can see some bigger, harsher impacts. Nailed it. If you want to talk about this more in depth, you can reach out to us at 888-GO-ZIPLINE, www.ziplinelogistics.com. We can help you identify the right mode for your shipment as a CPG shipper, right? In in some cases, right, it's got to get there on time. It's got to hit the uh, MABD. You don't want to ship at LTL. You want to ship it with a dedicated truckload. Or if you find a, a, a new retailer that you're going into, we can help you identify the appropriate transit times, et cetera, the appropriate preferred carriers for said retailer to make sure everything runs smoothly. Boom. That's the Zipline Logistics way. Jake DiCello, our account manager, we'll see you next time on the Zipline Logistics okay. podcast. <laughs>